0: Have you ever heard the word in the Bible apostasy? I hope your answer is yes, however, if not, that's okay. In this video, let's talk about it. In the Bible, the word apostasy comes from the Greek word apostasia, which means a falling away or defection. Here we are talking about in the Bible, how there will be a great falling away where that will come when those who once believed in Jesus have turned away from their faith or like the definition we saw, a falling away from their faith or a defection in their faith in Jesus. What does this mean for us as believers? The Bible talks about that in the last days, many of our brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus will fall away from their Christian faith. This means as a believer and as believers, we need to be on top of our faith to make sure that none of us, not even ourselves in doubts and deceptions can turn us away from our faith and our first true love in Jesus. Why don't we go ahead and dive into the scriptures and see what the word of God says for ourselves on this topic. Matthew 24, 3-4 says, As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, when will this happen and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Jesus answered, Watch out that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah and will deceive many. There are many people today that are professing to be Christians and saying that they're Christians and saying that they believe in the name of Jesus Christ, but yet what they believe and how they live their lives are so, so far from what the Word of God says and completely contradicts what the Bible and who Jesus says He is and who God says He is as well. And there's just so many perversions that they're saying that they're Christians and saying that they believe in God, yet their hearts are completely far from the Lord Jesus. You need to know the word of God and the truth of God down into your spirit for yourself, so that when these things that don't align with the word of God and don't align with the Holy Spirit, that you will not be deceived by the enemy's lies. And that when you hear a lie, you know that you know that you know Definitely that that is not the Word of God and that does not align with the Bible or what Jesus says and His Word says. Let's jump down to Matthew 24 9. Matthew 24 9-14 says, Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death, and you will be hated by all nations because of me. At that time many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other, and many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. Here's another scripture in 2 Thessalonians 2 1-3. Concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered to Him, we ask you, brothers and sisters, do not become easily unsettled or alarmed by the teaching allegedly from us. Whether by a prophecy or by a word of mouth or by letter asserting that the day of the Lord has already come. Don't let anyone deceive you in any way for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed. The man doomed to destruction. Here's some more like let's dive into that. And here's a little bit more insight about the rebellion and lawlessness that can cause believers to turn away from their faith. We see this right now that many of the ways of the world and the world's kingdoms and the nation's ways and how the world and the culture acts, uh, they're, let's call it for what it is. They're rooted in pagan ways. They're rooted in the devil's ways and the devil's ways contradict the Bible and Honestly, they hate us as believers and Christians because of what we represent and what we stand for and the way that we live our lives and the way that we uh, make a choice to choose our morality based upon the Word of God. They kind of stand against us too, like that we believe that Jesus is the only way, that Jesus is the truth, the way, and the life, and that the truth comes from God and that God the Father sets our our moral compass. Uh, Here's a quick example such as how we believe marriage is between one man and one woman. Another thing is like how the world says, be who you want to be. But God says, be who I called and created you to be. There is a rebellion and lawlessness and things that are happening right now here on earth that are just completely rebellion, rebelling and lawless against who God is and against the word of God. There's a rebellion that's happening against things that we believe that are right. There's a rebellion that's happening against things that we believe are good. There's a rebellion that is happening right now in our culture and society that is against the word of God and against what God says and how he defines our morality that is set by him and what we believe as Christians. Honestly, if I have to say it, the enemy, he doesn't like us. I would say he actually hates us and he hates the ways of God. He hates that we are here to bring goodness and God's love and we're here to bring the kingdom of heaven here on earth. So what we see right now and what we're seeing happening here on the earth, that it's called an antichrist agenda. So the Bible refers to it as antichrist, which literally means against Christ. When we walk as Christians, it can cause pushback from the darkness. What I've been feeling is that there are a ton of Christians who have grown tired of this pushback and that they've just grown really faint in the fight and really just exhausted because of the pushback from culture, uh, from the persecution, from who knows, maybe it's from friends or family who just make fun of you behind your back or they mock us as Christians and the spiritual warfare that we've had to face to stand on the truth. There's been a, a ton of evil too. Like if you just look around, I can understand where you're at. By seeing the evil that happens in the world, the death and destruction. I believe these could be some of the reasons why some Christians have really just given up on their faith and really given up on fighting or they become really passive about their faith. Uh, And you know, there's some that have possibly turned away from their first love in Jesus and turned away from their faith because of all the things that they've been seeing happening here on earth. And where, you know, the question I've I've felt on my heart that they've been asking is they don't understand where God is in all this, or why would a good God do this? And I've asked God, I've literally asked God so many questions too. I've asked him questions and I had Holy Spirit correct me. Uh, He helped me to repent and he helped me to change from my mindset and my wrong thinking. But I've had some real questions for God. And let me tell you, God's not afraid of your questions. He is so good, He has all the answers and He loves you and He wants to answer those questions for you. So once again, I had to ask God questions and repent from my mindset. I asked God the Father, why does it seem like the evil and the persecutors and the devil are getting away with everything and it's like our prayers are not being answered against people who cause so much evil and destruction. However, when you hear from God and you hear from the Holy Spirit, He corrected me. And it was wrong thinking because he reminded me again that in the scripture in 2 Thessalonians 2 how it says the man of lawlessness is being revealed, Satan is being revealed, Satan is being exposed right now by God the Father, he's being exposed right now by the Holy Spirit, Jesus is exposing evil and will ultimately this lawless man will be brought under judgment and be brought under the judgment of our Lord God. 2 Timothy 3, 1-5 says, But mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power have nothing to do with such people and actually so we saw in there that there was a ton of stuff going on, that there was a ton of thing that people would see about conceited and lovers of pleasure, lovers of self. and. I believe those are some things that have really caused people to lose heart and wonder if there's really any good people out there in the world, but I want to encourage you. These are things that we are exposing today that we are not afraid. We are not going to lose heart. We knew this stuff was going to happen. God prepares us and He created us for such a time as this. Another scripture I have for you is 1 Timothy 4.1. The Spirit clearly says that in later times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teaching comes through hypocritical liars whose conscience have been seared with a hot iron. They forbid people to marry and order them to abstain from certain foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and who know the truth. For everything God created is good and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving because it is consecrated by the word of God and prayer. Hebrews 6, 4-6 says, It is impossible for those who have once been enlightened, who have tasted the heavenly gift, who have shared in the Holy Spirit, who have tasted the goodness of the word of God and the powers of the coming age, and who have fallen away to be brought back to repentance. To their loss, they are crucifying the Son of God all over again and subjecting Him to public disgrace. I wanted to quickly share stories of where former believers have turned from their faith And this is where we as believers need to ask questions. My spiritual father says it like this, this is where we need to become spiritual scientists and find out why this happened, the truth and what the word of God says. parts I took from both of their stories is that they didn't understand how a loving and good God could send people to hell. And let me stop you right there. Because if you just hear things like that, don't take everything you hear. And you need to know that that is not the truth. And you need to find in the word of God, why that's not the truth. And here's why, like, let's, let's talk about it, right? Let's talk about it. God is a loving and a good God, and he is not sending people to hell. God loved us so much that he sent Jesus to die on a cross to save us so that we don't get sent to hell. People choose just like Adam in the garden chose death when he sinned and gave the jurisdiction of the earth and mankind over to the devil. The goodness and love of God even after Adam messed up and even after we make choices to continue to mess up, the goodness and love and mercy of God created a very intentional rescue plan to redeem and save us from the destruction that most of us have chosen by sin. Most people choose sin, most people choose to live a life that is far from God. But let me tell you, God loves us and he gave us a choice to choose if what path we want to live and what path we want to take, that he created a rescue plan. And I believe God is so good that he will fight for us. He will send people along our path so that we could hear the word of God so we can spend eternity in heaven with us. He gave us another choice, which came by free will, again, to choose him and to believe in him. He didn't want us to be forced to believe in him. So that's where we had a choice. And unfortunately, mankind chose rebellion. Mankind chose to go after a path of sin, uh, but God loved us so much. Once again, he sent Jesus to die for us. He sent Jesus to to face a gruesome death, burial, and resurrection so that we can be free from sin. We can be uh, free from a life of eternity away from the Father and in hell, that we can live a life that is with God. God, the father forever. So I want to ask like how we talked about that, like they literally have questions and felt like that they didn't have an answer. They felt like that they didn't understand. So if you're taught religion and you're taught wrong thinking, you're going to believe the wrong things about God. Really pursue after God for yourself, really pursue after him and find out answers for yourself about who he is and what his word says. And with these questions, most people run away because they're embarrassed or in shame, ashamed about having any questions. I wanna say, do not be embarrassed or ashamed. Run to God with your questions. I have so many questions for God and all he's done is answer them and it's drawn me closer and closer to him. It's drawn me closer to his heart and the loving nature and character of who God is. I believe too, when you have these questions, I believe that he will show you the answers in his word. I want to ask a question. And I have a question for you now that we're talking about questions. So what does this mean for us as believers and the apostasy and the great falling away? I just wanted to give you a couple quick points so that uh, when the enemy tries to come to tempt your faith, and I'm not speaking or prophesying that over you, but we see right now that he has really uh, been working over time to attack Christians and believers faith, uh, so I just wanted to give you a couple points that we can talk about. So when these things do happen that you were not caught off guard, um, but things that practically you can just be like, I have this as a tool to think about and to consider and to remember when he comes against you. So number one, when we think about the great falling away, because I think people are like, oh my goodness, is that me? Am I a Christian who has fallen away from my faith? Uh, I want to say number one, do not be afraid. Remember what the word says in 2 Thessalonians 2, 1 through 3 says concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered to him, we ask you brothers and sisters not to become easily unsettled or alarmed by the teaching. Do not become easily unsettled or alarmed by the teaching from us. Do not be afraid. Jesus is with you and he is for you and that these things must happen. They were prophesied, they must happen, but don't worry, don't lose heart. The enemy will be gone and he will be judged. Number 2. Do not be deceived. The Bible says, let no one deceive you. Stay away from the rebellion to the word of God. Stay away of anything that rebels against God's word. Choose to live a life pursuing after holiness. Choose to live a life that honors God. Choose to live a life to seek after God and his kingdom. Because you know why? You and you alone will stand before God and you are responsible for your faith and that should not cause fear because Jesus was your advocate. Jesus stood at the cross, he died on the cross, so when you stand in front of the Father, You will have jesus there representing you so you do not need to be afraid number two do not be deceived the bible says let no one deceive you stay away from rebellion to the word of god you and you alone will stand before god and you and you alone are responsible for your faith but do not let anyone deceive you don't let the lies of the devil deceive you uh, I'm going to read from a scripture in just a second, but don't let the lies of the devil deceive you out of the truth and from the word of God. Colossians 2, 4 through 10 says, I tell you this so that no one may deceive you by fine sounding arguments. Ooh, You hear that? It says, let no one deceive you by fine sounding arguments. For though I am absent from the in body, I am present with you in spirit and delight to see how disciplined you are and how firm your faith is in Christ. Spiritual fullness in Christ. So then just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. For in Christ, all the fullness of his deity lives in bodily form and in Christ, you have been brought to fullness. He is the head over every power and authority. So do not be afraid and do not be deceived. You have everything you need in Christ Jesus. Number three, stand firm. Stay in the Bible and stay in prayer, stay in truth and stand firm and unmovable no matter what it is we go through here on earth, whether it is being persecuted for our faith, whether it's sickness, disease, loss, failures, trials, heartbreaks, whatever it is we go through here on earth. Stay strong and stay focused on Jesus and stay focused on the word of God. Colossians 123 says, it says, if you, it literally says, if you continue in your faith, establish and firm and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel. This is the gospel that you heard and that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven and of which I, Paul have become a servant. So this is the gospel. You stand firm on scripture this gospel. It will be proclaimed to every single creature under heaven. And last scripture I'm going to read is John 10:10. Knowing this, knowing that the enemy is coming after your faith and once again not prophesying this over you, but that we are prepared for what is coming. We know that we right now need to get the word deep down into our hearts that we really just don't have the time to waste on wrong belief systems, or anything that the enemy has to throw our way. John 10.10 10 says the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Number four, live holy. Be holy in all you do, that's 1 Peter one fifteen. Holy means to be sacred, physically pure, morally blameless, or religious, ceremonially consecrated, most holy one thing in a saint, and to be set apart. Another. Thing I read was that said and to be set apart for the Lord so once again do not be afraid do not be deceived do not live in fear and live a holy life and pursue after Jesus so to end I know we talked about like what the scripture said about the great falling away and what the scripture said that it's to come but I wanted to end by praying for Christians who have been struggling with their faith and those who feel fear and have questions about it I want to pray for you because God has really put you on my heart uh, that He really cares about what you're walking through and He understands and He has compassion for what you're walking through. I'm going to read one more scripture before I do pray. Hebrews 6 says, It is impossible for those who have once been enlightened, who have tasted the heavenly gift, who have shared in the Holy Spirit, who have tasted the goodness And the word of god and the power of his coming age and who have fallen away to be brought back to repentance to their loss they are crucifying the son of god all over again and subjecting him to public disgrace so let's pray if that's you if you are really having questions and you're really struggling right now i want to pray for you right now if you are now in a place that where you are struggling with your faith and struggling with the questions that you have I want to tell you, God has put you so deeply onto my heart and how much it grieves Him to see His children fall away and how much it grieves Him that people have these questions and they walk through such awful things down here on earth. and. Uh, that the spiritual warfare and the attacks that they've gone through. And know know this, he does not want that to happen and he does not want that to happen to you. God loves you and he loves you so deeply and cares about the questions that you're going through, the, the tough things you're walking through, the lies and the deception the enemy has attacked you with. So let's go ahead and jump right in and pray. Father God, I come before you in Jesus name and pray for my brothers and sisters in Christ struggling with their faith. I call off all the demonic assignments, lies, deception, and deceptive spirits and attacks that they, that have really caused a shaking when there, where there are some believers that are listening that have grown weary in their faith. I also pray for people who have walked through some really tough things in life and that have caused them to ask if you were even real or how could a loving God or why did this happen questions. I ask you would give them the answers to the questions that they are seeking and to completely make them whole and heal those wounds that were caused by the flaming arrows from the enemy and make them completely whole in Jesus name. Lord God right now I ask you to strengthen their faith and strengthen their relationship with you. I ask you to ignite the fire of your love to burn so deeply inside of them like it's never had before. Lord, let my brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus see the one who is truly causing all the evil destruction here on earth, to see the one who is truly causing the evil and destruction here on earth, which is the devil, and mankind yielding to the devil. Let the enemy and darkness continue to be exposed, and let them see you, God the Father, for who you truly are, as a good God and a loving God and a merciful God and a justice filled God and a compassionate God and knowing that the enemy is evil and God that you are good and you have a plan to rid this earth from all of this evil and so that people see who you are father people see who Jesus who he truly is and who the Holy Spirit really is and let them run closer instead of away from you let them run closer to you like they never have before. The Word of God says, draw near to God and He will draw near to you. And let us run our race and finish our course, not just barely getting by, but finishing in strength and helping others along all the way into your kingdom and kingdom of heaven. I pray this in Jesus' name and together we say, Amen.